Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the program Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. I'm Tim Wildman with Fred Jackson. Good morning again, Fred. Good morning. Steve Jordahl is now in studio. Hey there. And Ray Pritchard in uh, Kansas City, Kansas. Hi, Tim. Welcome Good back to, to all our listeners and to Ray in Kansas City. Uh, Steve, uh, Fred, and you're truly, we're in Tupelo, Mississippi. There's also a Tupelo, uh, Arkansas, and a Tupelo, Oklahoma, I think. Really? So at least three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know there's a Tupelo, Oklahoma, but oh. I think there's a Tupelo, Mississippi. I think that has goes back to the Trail of Tears, the actually. Trail of Tears, yeah. Oh. Uh, a lot of the names, in uh, at least in northeast Mississippi, were uh, adopted for towns in Oklahoma when, when that took place. I don't know the whole history there. Hmm. Which one was Van Morrison singing about? Van Morrison sang about Tupelo Honey, which was uh, – uh, there is yeah. a – Yeah, where is that from? There is a uh, – there's yeah. a Tupelo tree. Oh, is there? Yes. I don't have one in my yard, but there is such thing as a Tupelo tree. Okay. And I think he's talking about their – well, I'm getting well beyond my. I'm just. I'm just you. you I'm just, got all of us I'm just, I'm just. I'm just. I'm just spitting stuff out. We, that won't, has no, we won't be no, able to. That may. That may not be factual at all. But I'm acting like it does. I think it has something to do with the sap, the sweetness. Okay. Mm. So that's what Van Morrison was singing. That's a great song. It is a good song. Um. So. <laughs> what was? What else was Van Morrison known for, Steve? Oh my gosh. Um. I'm You're my. Brown-eyed girl. There you oh, go. that's right. Oh, hey, Fred, way to go! Yeah. Oh my, <laughs> brown-eyed girl. Uh, all right, that's what the that's my disc jockey he, days he was coming a, through. <laughs> he, he was a. He's still alive. He's a. He's an anti-vaxxer. Oh. He's he still alive. He is. <laughs> he's a, he doesn't believe and he's still alive. Okay. Yeah, he's over there in. Uh, I think he's from Ireland or Scotland, that part mm-hmm. of the world. So. Um, if you want to go with us to Israel, by us, I mean my wife, Allison, and I, my sons, Wesley and Walker, we're going to Israel in March 2023. Uh, we have 100 seats, okay, two buses available, and 40 of them are gone. Uh, by that, I mean 40 reservations have already been made. So I'm just saying that we're nearing the halfway mark terms of uh it being capacity so if you want to go with us to israel march 2023 you start thinking about it anyway and checking it out go to the website and uh cost and itinerary and other information is available there at twholyland.com twholyland.com and uh, no Vaccine shot is required in Israel, and no more testing for COVID coming back into the U.S., which mm. is a pain in the rear end mm. for millions of people who traveled abroad. And so n- that none of those things. And no more testing at the airport in Tel Aviv, which we had to do that in March. That's good. So all uh, 
except for uh, foreigners, by foreigners, I mean non-U.S. citizens, you can't get into the U.S. without a COVID shot. Yeah, right. Did you know this? No. Yeah, you can't you can't come into the U.S. I don't think you can get into Canada either, except for non-U.S. Uh, citizens. So U.S. no U.S. citizens can get back in. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm I'm saying non-U.S. citizens have to have a COVID shot everywhere except to come the into border. America. Because that did you know this, Ray? No. no. See, that's what's going on. Do you know, Steve, how to pronounce the? Uh, World famous tennis player who won Wimbledon, Djokovic. Okay, he's he's uh, he 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 uh, won Wimbledon last week, his seventh title. Yeah, the most famous tennis contest. It's not a tournament, I should say, in the world. Wimbledon. Everybody's heard of that, right? Yep. He's considered by many to be the greatest tennis player of all time, male. Now, that's arguable, I'm just saying. And he was disallowed to play in the Australian Open, and he's now being disallowed to play in the U.S. Open, at least unless the rules change, because he won't get the COVID shot. Uh, So America's saying you can't come play in our country unless you bow the knee on that one. Good enough for Wimbledon, but not good enough for the U.S. In Great Britain. Yeah, and they you know they're just as liberal as we are on the COVID stuff. I'd like to know the science behind that. Well, that's what he says. <laughs> huh? I mean, what what's this, does the it's vi- so it's so it's stupid. There's no science. It's stupid. To he's, that. First of all, he's on a first of all, our airlines don't even require. Uh, not that he's going to fly a a commercial airline, but our airlines don't even require mask anymore. That's right. CDC. No. So the guy's going to fly into our country on a private plane, private jet, to go play. A non-contact sport. A non-contact sport in the wide open. Mm -hmm. Huh? While 10,000 people sit there without masks on, nobody requires them to test and say, you got a COVID test, you getting in here or not? Nobody requires a COVID COVID shot to attend uh, the U.S. Open. And yet our U.S. government is requiring... Uh, somebody of the st- uh, well, any of professional tennis players who qualify are great athletes, obviously. But this is the premier male player in the world, and they won't even let him come in. Nope. To play in the U.S. Open, that's how idiotic some of these rules are that are still in existence yep. today. Um, and also requiring our military. How- where's that stand, Fred? I know you have some family members. It's, we still, in it's still in place. There are thousands. The last figure I heard about 24,000 members of our military that are facing ejection from the military because they won't get the vaccination. 13% of our National Guard. And yeah. and they have Guardsmen. to pay back all the, the money that they've invested if, in them? If they've got less than a certain amount of period of time in the military... And they've taken, uh, they've got a degree in the last three years. Or college. or You, you got to pay back the tuition. Uh, you're out and you get, you don't get a dishonorable discharge, but it's almost as bad. Okay, Steve, go. Uh, this firefight in uh, Yosemite Valley in California right now that's uh, threatening. It's not too far from where you grew up, right? It's across the state. 
Uh, but I've been there many, many times. It's Yosemite a, National Park. Yeah, I've been told by friends uh, who've been there. It's one of the most majestic places it is on Earth. Phenomenal. Half domes there, and so is uh, the uh, the what's the El Capitan, the rock, the the largest granite uh, sheer face in the world. It's it's so massive you can't even tell how massive it is. How many times have you been there? Ten, fifteen. Because, we used to go every year uh, when I was in college. Our, our choral group uh, there went for a retreat there. Um, hey, have you been there, Ray? One time. One yeah. time. Oh, yeah. I want to go there. It's it's Fantastic. beautiful. It is beautiful. But you stand. So the, what's going on? Excuse well, there's me. a fire at, at, at the bottom of the valley, and what it's threatening is it's, it's called the Washburn Fire. It's spread to about 2,300 acres. It's 25% contained, and it is threatening the giant uh, – Grove, uh, the Mariposa Grove of giant redwoods, mm. sequoias. Oh no! Well, they they have they they are saving them by um by watering them down basically yeah. and setting back fires and everything. Yes. So it looks like they're going to save that that grove, but it it was really in danger there for a now, while. Now, now the the sequoias. What's the difference between the sequoias and the redwoods? The sequoias is I think I believe the sequoia is a type of redwood but it's the old right. massive tall ones the ones you could drive the cars through when they uh, those are know. the sequoias yeah the giant okay giant but, but now are, are they only in certain areas of northern california or are they pretty widespread they're the, in the mount the, the sequoia national park is is on the sierra nevadas on the so right around fresno area if you go east of fresno you can get to right you've been there the Sequoia National Forest? Mm-hmm. No, never. No. Just seen the picture. There, there are sequoias mm-hmm. around. There's there there are huge redwood trees um, all over California where I grew up. There's tons that would of, that would be a crying, that would be a crying shame. It if, would be it would be really. They, but you're saying they're 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 able to save them. It looks like even uh, though there's a massive wildfire around the Yosemite. Is it uh, yeah, it's, Yosemite National Park, right? Yeah, more than eighty five percent of all giant sequoia grove acreage across the Sierra Nevada has burned in wildfires between 2015 and 2021, which means that's good because it's the little ground fires that clean up the, the brush, not yes. like this big, huge fire. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. You know, well, what I, pardon me, you know what I would like to do one day? Not, not that anybody cares except me, but I'm the host of the show, so I just, huh? Sometimes you just yeah. say what's yeah. on your you mind. Just sure. yeah. You just share your heart, Fred. It's live radio. I just share my heart. It's wonderful. Yeah. I want to go. And Ray's probably done this. I want to go to the, what is the wine valley out there? Is that Napa, Napa valley? valley? Napa Valley, yeah. Napa Valley. Uh, I want to go see the redwood trees. I want to go drive my car through there. <laughs> I wanted to do that since I was seven years old and I read it. World Book. <clears throat> huh? Yep. Remember the picture? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Ray. Hey, I, I want to take a bike tour through there the you Napa go. Valley. There you go. Yeah, I've yeah. got a lot of friends who've done that. I, I just want to go out there and, and you know, feel like a Smurf <laughs> amongst those giant redwood trees, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Then I want to go see Pebble Beach. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm a golfer. I want to go see, mm-hmm. want to walk right. around mm-hmm. Pebble Beach, maybe see Clint Eastwood. <laughs> He's the mayor, or he was the mayor yep. of Monterey. He's got a restaurant Monterey. It's Monterey. It's Monterey. Carmel. Pebble, Pebble. Oh, is it? Mar- he was the mayor of Carmel. Oh, yeah. Carmel. But yeah. uh, but Monterey's right there, right? It's Monterey, right there. Carmel, yeah. yeah, it's one area. And then go to Yosemite. Okay. How far am I if I'm at Monterey from Yosemite? Probably a couple hundred miles. 
It's okay. a, it's but a, not too bad. No, it's a day trip, day and a half. It's you you don't want to do it all back there back in one day. Okay. And then what if I what if I on that same trip go up to Cater Crater Lake? That's in Oregon. That's in Oregon. I know. I know. Yeah, that would be another five, no, six, seven long, hours. That's a long, that's, that's a long, that's a long drive. Five or six more hours. Uh, maybe more. But I've but I'm. I've gone from Mississippi to California. I really don't care if I drive five or six <laughs> times. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to bother me if I could see Crater Lake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go over there and see where Ray preaches every summer. There you go. That's right. Cannon Beach. Cannon that's Beach. Right. How far yeah. is Cannon Beach from Crater Lake? <clears throat> I don't know. Where, okay, huh? Steve, where is Crater Lake in Oregon? I can answer that question. I believe it's kind of about halfway up on the western side. Let me look. Okay, I'll so look I'm going to say and, two and a half hours Anyway, away. right there, I've, I've got <laughs> ten days of action right there. There you and, go, and right if, there. if you make it to Cannon Beach, you might as well go up to and see Mount Rainier, uh-huh. south oh, of Seattle. Seen. And I've seen that before. I've, I've see seen that before. Yeah. Now, I, got, I, I would love to see the Golden Break, Golden. Gate Bridge. Yep. Oh, San Francisco. San Francisco. When I say San Francisco, I think I don't want to go there because all the <laughs> crime that's going on there, right? Well, it's not a place to visit now. Not at all. No, no, but I would still like to just drive across. Drive the, across the bridge. You could drive across sure. the bridge. It, and, it's, the, uh, and, and, and San Francisco is a beautiful city. Scenic, scenic right? Yeah, from a distance. From across the bay, it's gorgeous. Right. What's the name of the pier that people go to? Pier 39? Yeah, Pier 39, right. Yes. Uh, yeah. I thought it was called yeah. uh, Tenderloin there. Well, there's uh, several districts. Tenderloin is a district. Fisherman's is, Wharf and that kind of thing. Right. That's that's not in the Tenderloin district. Yeah. All right. Well, more travel talk tomorrow, maybe. Let me go back to let me go back <laughs> to Yosemite. A, that, is, that trip right there is on my bucket list. Let me go back to Yosemite list, just sure. really quickly. If you want to get a sense of how big El Capitan is, there's a movie out called Free Solo. It's about mm-hmm. a, a rock climber who decides he wants to go up all the way up El Capitan without any assistance from ropes at all, just just fingers in the rock, all the way. I, up. D- I did that once. Yeah. <laughs> It That's is not easy as it looks. It is. No. Let me tell you. <laughs> well, it doesn't look very easy. It doesn't look so easy there. at all. It will if you it is the most amazing. Uh-huh. If you got a fear of heights, man, your you your, don't stu- watch your, it. your stomach is gonna throat's gonna be in your stomach the whole time. But it is uh, it is amazing. have you seen it, Ray? Yes, I two or three times, Steve. And it is and then you see kind of behind the scenes the guys who took the the, the pictures, you know, yeah. they're hanging from the rock. Filming this guy climbing without any ropes, and at they're all. thinking, "I'm gonna, cl- I'm, I'm climbing, I'm filming a suicide, I'm filming a death." I know, that's exactly right. How far did he climb up? All the way. But, but I mean, how, how many feet we're talking about oh, here? I don't know. On a rock? Where's this? In Yosemite. El, El, Capitan. El Capitan is in Yosemite. Yosemite. It's impossible. Can you watch I it mean, on the internet? You just type in uh, free, um, solo. free solo, free solo. You probably might have to rent it, but yeah, you oh, know, it's worth you know, 70, 7,500 feet. You know, Tom Cruise does this for fun, the actor. He does. He, what, you of, mean some, he climbs like this? Fun. Some of the scenes in the movies. Uh, oh, yeah, you know, he does his own body, right, body his stunts. Own he his does own his stunts. own stuff. He's getting amazing. too old for that, though. He's getting up there. Is he turned 60, I think, lately? Probably yeah. be doing a Top Gun when he's 82. <laughs> Top Gun 3 will come out. Huh? Yeah. Speaking of Top Gun. Yeah. Did you guys hear that uh, the 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 plane that they used in that movie, the F A eighteen, the uh, uh, the Air Force carrier USS Harry Truman was uh, sailing around 
in uh, the Mediterranean, and they ran into a storm, and it blew one of those uh, those mm-hmm. uh, planes off the boat. Off, it just right. off the blew it ramp off. into the sea. It's a sixty-five million dollar boat. Uh, or boat. It, it, it wasn't a boat. It sank. Yeah, right. Who caused the boss on that one? No. I don't know. It's, that's right. Eleven thousand dollars an hour to rent. Uh, so who's going to call the Pentagon? Uh, uh, hello. Uh, yeah, uh, Captain. Uh, Forgot just, to tie uh, it down. Uh, we're having a good. We're having a good day out here on the sea. You know. Now that's that's the story. What's I, that? I am somewhat suspect. Those planes are heavy like a rock. You mean how this happened? How this happened? I I think there's someday we'll get a backstory on this. But this doesn't heavy make like sense. A rock, but let me tell you. So at the entrance of the Air Force Academy, there's uh, the one of those B bombers, those big huge B whatever bombers. Uh-huh. The wind comes through at the right velocity. That thing was trying to lift off the air because it's a plane. Yeah. And so they had to shorten the wings so it wouldn't tear the moorings up and and actually fly. So if you're heading into the wind. And the storm is coming right. It can it can lift that plane off the off the deck. Right, so how much, how much, we're talking about these. You're talking about a multi million dollar aircraft. Sixty five multi million dollars. You think the State Farm will cancel them? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the rate's going to go no, up. No, because it's the sure. government, huh? Think State Farm is going to be like a good neighbor when they report that loss? Going to raise their rates. <laughs> pretty so, sure uh, sir, we have to verify what happened to the airplane. Can you tell us where it is? It's at the bottom of the Mediterranean. <laughs> it's irretrievable. Anyway, next story. All right. Steve. Um, the Episcopal Church continues to go off the rails. We've, people still the first, go to the Episcopal Church? No, well, I don't know who still goes to the Episcopal Church, but they were one of the first mainline denominations to just take off. Uh, abandoned scripture, abandoned marriage, and everything. Well, guess what? The House of Deputies has adopted Resolution D076. What house of resolution? The well, House who? of Deputies of the Episcopal Church. That's what they're. That's what the governing bodies call. Uh, apparently, House of Deputies. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. What it condemns done? the work of crisis pregnancy centers. It addresses the ongoing harm of crisis pregnancy centers, and wow. apologizes for the church's previous support of crisis pregnancy centers. Where is this? Is this the National Church? Yes, the Episcopal Church, which is the. They're going to be down to under 100 nationally before long. Well, I guess. That church is on a suicide mission right there. Yes. Huh? Yeah. Episcopal Church. It's Yeah, that's the American wing of the Church of England. Yes. Yeah. Let me tell you, we've mentioned this before. And, of course, I grew up in the United Methodist Church. Mm-hmm. This kind of thing is, uh, has also happened in that denomination. By this kind of thing, I mean this abandonment of Scripture. Yes. yes. It's always where it starts. And the Episcopal Church, which has a rich tra- tradition in America, dating all the way back to our founding, right? Yes. Was basically Bible-believing, evangelical, like every other denomination in, in America. Mm-hmm. But somewhere along the way, the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, they just said, uh, hey, throw the Bible out the window. Yep. Might have been before that. And when they yeah. did that, they started losing millions of people. Mm-hmm. And no, and same thing with the Presbyterian Church USA, correct? And to a certain extent, the United Methodist Church, United Methodist Church, split now. Yeah, yeah, it's split now. Uh, Global Methodist but, Church, but, but, but uh, there's another Evangelical Lutheran. Yeah, UCLA. Mm-hmm. So, and Ray, you know about this, and so, right. so what's happened to these historic mainline denominations, Protestant denominations? 
those who get more liberal, they can't attract new members, and so they're left with gray hairs. Mm-hmm. No, nothing wrong with gray heads. Is that true? You want to call them older people I'm talking about who only go to the church because that's the only church they've ever gone to, and they can't bring themselves to go somewhere else. So they remain in a church that they know is corrupt. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but you don't, Ray, you don't get new members. No, the, these denominations no. I've just mentioned are, are, are going to be, def- they're going to be out of business completely in 10 years, 20 years. Mm-hmm. One could hope. One could hope. Right. If they're not going to return to their roots, right. one could hope. What happened there? Do, what do you think? Uh, uh, what, what happened Well, there? it's exactly what you said. That's starting 100 plus years ago. Not in the local churches, but in the seminaries, where they began to question doctrines like the doctrine of the blood atonement, the virgin birth of Christ, the bodily resurrection, the inspiration of the Bible, the literal return of Jesus Christ. Well, once you start questioning that, once you start moving away from the fundamentals of the faith, uh, it is, I was going to say slippery slope, but it's really more like a cliff. You just go off the edge. So now, for the Episcopal Church, anything goes. I mean, who can say what they believe and what they don't believe? Because they, except it's as far left as you can be. And I want to add this, Tim. Uh, every other, every conservative denomination, every single one that today stands for the Bible should take a lesson from this. It's important not just to say what you believe, but to actually have people in place who believe what the denomination says it believes, especially in the seminaries, because that's the future of every church. That's where the pastors come from. Amen. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to close out the program today with a, uh, a very serious story out of Jacksonville, Florida. James Nix is having an argument with his neighbor. Uh, he thinks that uh, his neighbor, Jason D. Felice, thinks that James Nix killed his rooster. So the local TV station went down to interview him. Listen to this. You know, then I just checked my mail and I turn around and go, I hear, and I turn around and there's the chicken out there in the street. I said, oh boy, here we go. Turn around, walk back to my place. Now the chicken's in my yard. Now his neck flares up and he's doing his thing and he's trying to jump up at me. So I pick up a stick in the yard and, and I try to hit it, but the chicken's jumping up at me and I accidentally knocked it in the head. You know, call it a lucky shot, whatever. The chicken rolled around on the ground right there in my yard up here, and then it and then it just laid down the ditch. I, I didn't want to give I didn't know to give it a 21 gun salute. CPR, mouth to mouth, you know, or call the chicken ambulance. So I, f- I figure I, I, this is my property. I got a right to print life, property, and limb, just like you do. If a man comes attack you and you know kung fu, you're going to hi-yah him, right? Chickens are dying every day, people, at churches, Popeyes, and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Really. <laughs> that, that fellow right there was responding because he got accused by his next-door neighbor of killing his rooster. And he admits it, but yeah. It was a pet, ro- it was a pet rooster that... This fellow you just heard right there said attacked him, yeah. so he he hit it over the head and it died. 
And so they're into it now. There was well, no bodega and, involved. And he's, and he's facing a felony charge. Yes. yes. <laughs> but he was just explaining what happened there. Yes. <laughs> Happens every day. What is it? Churches? KFC? Yes. Popeyes. <laughs> is it me or did I hear a little Jeff Foxworthy? Uh, I think he did. He yeah, might be a redneck. A little bit. He's, a, he's, red he's a comedian, that guy. <laughs> you get arrested for killing a rooster, you might be a redneck. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right. Um, have a good Tuesday afternoon, everybody. Keep listening to American Family Radio, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.